How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. Hey guys, uh, exciting news today. Uh, did you know that I can dunk now on a basketball hoop? It's true. I can. I, and then not just dunk, but I can do like a full 360 spin in the air dunk. <laughs> and what I realized is that getting a shorter hoop makes it way easier for this. I'm not sure why, but um, I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner. Anyway, all joking aside, so funny. Um, my, I've got a story for you today. Story time today, okay? Uh, my less than five foot tall son, Marcus, and I were shooting hoops on our new five foot basketball hoop. And the, the kids have been asking for one of these so that they can dunk on it. And Marcus and I decided to choose some challenges for each other, uh, both involving self-thrown alley-oops with a dunk at the end. Uh, for those of you who don't know, an alley-oop, right, is where you throw the ball in the air, and then either, you can either do it to yourself or to someone else, and you catch the ball in the air, and then you dunk <laughs> before you come down. <laughs> um Okay, so Marcus, he'd already completed some smaller, easier challenges near the basket. Uh, and my new challenge for him was this. Lob an alley-oop to yourself from the three-point line. We don't really have a three-point line in our yard, but, you know, we make it up where it is about. With And so you lob it. You lob the alley-oop to yourself from about the three-point line distance with one bounce, letting it bounce to just the right position, for him to leap, grab the ball in the air, and dunk it before coming down. He said okay. He didn't get it that day, but he must have tried 30 to 40 times before we stopped. And then over the next few days, at varying times, sometimes multiple times a day, I would hear, while in the house, these basketball noises outside. The bouncing ball, the clanging rim, and I got to tell you guys, as a dad, this is one of my favorite noises. <laughs> I love basketball, and I try not to push it on my kids, but also, like, when I hear hear those basketball noises outside while I'm in the house, I, it, those are happy dad noises for me. Anyway, so now we're shooting together again three days after the initial challenge was issued. And he's tired from just finishing school. He's tired of trying and failing on this alley-oop challenge. He says to me, ah, this is impossible. I can't do it. The frustration elevating. I say, if you think I'm going to believe this is impossible for you, I'm not. Because I don't believe that for a second. He says, I can't get it. It's too hard. I say, if you believe you can't, you won't. What if you find out you're wrong about it being impossible? By the way, while we're having this quick talk, he's still trying to do the challenge in the middle of it. If he really truly 100% believed that it was impossible for him, he would not still be trying in this moment, right? 
And a side note for you, a question for you listening. Um, what evidence do you see in your life that you believe that that, that seemingly impossible goal in front of you is achievable. Uh, the evidence might be right under your nose, right? Just a question for you. You might believe more than you know you believe. <laughs> it's kind of the idea there, right? And if you do, where might that be? What evidence do you see that you believe more than you realize you believe? All right, back to the story. So Marcus, he doesn't say anything back after my little dad lecture lesson <laughs> he keeps trying though repeatedly and then seriously three minutes later just three minutes later i'm around the corner and i hear another ball banging on the rim but the sound is a bit different this time it's a more crisp sound if you know what i'm talking about and this time marcus yells i got it i run over he's smiling brimming with pride in himself you got it i say yeah watch within two to three more tries he does it again and i say aren't you glad to find out you were wrong about it being impossible for you he doesn't say anything i can't tell at this point if he's annoyed by my dad lesson like dad just let me have my space to learn without the lecture or if he's internalizing it like Oh, wow, my dad is so wise. Believing in me is a great idea. I like finding out I was wrong when I thought something was impossible for me. What a great lesson. <laughs> Maybe it's a mix between these two. <laughs> I think it's often a mix. Uh, I guess you'd have to ask him. All I know is he did it. He's believing in himself. This thing that was too hard just minutes before looks easy for him now. And also, like, I know, Marcus, he could have done this with or without me, obviously. And I can't say, say for sure if my pep talk helped or not. <laughs> Maybe he did it despite my dad lectures instead of because of my dad lectures. Uh, either way, Marcus is the one that did it. Marcus is <laughs> the one that chose to keep believing. Marcus is the one who stuck with it till he shredded that rim with his monster dunk. It was a thing of beauty, guys. Uh, finding out you were wrong about impossible can be fun, right? Turning too hard into easy is something that I think is a built-in capacity of humans. We can choose to use this capacity or not. My questions for you are these. How do you choose to use that capacity? Because it's there. Where might you be wrong about impossible? What thing in your life that feels too hard right now could become easy for you sooner than you think? So that's the story. Those are the questions. And then I have a, a James Clear quote here at the end um, from one of his emails he sent. He, he says, what appears to be a rapid shift is often preceded by a gradual process. Our results gradually explode or vanish thanks to the small habits we repeat each day. And then he asks, what radical change are you slowly marching toward? An incremental explosion or an incremental vanishing? 
he has a great word of, way of wording things. So just wanted to share that. That's my story for you. Uh, go and do it. Keep going. Stick with it. You are worth sticking with every single one of you. You are worth loving. Um, you're just right, just the way you are. And if you want to learn to do your life differently, you can. But you can be just right, just the way you are and learn and change and grow and transform at the same time. I just wanted to remind you of that uh, because I really do believe that about you. Have a good one. If you enjoy listening to the How to Stop Looking at Porn podcast, you have to come check out the Chainbreaker program. It's my group coaching program through my Chainbreaker Coach app where you get access to regular group coaching calls training modules, to tools, to a community of like-minded guys where we take all of this greater information and learn to actually implement it in a game-changing way that works. It's about so much more than just porn. Join us at dannypullman.com forward slash work with me. Remember, Pullman is spelled P-O-E-L-M-A-N. Become a chain breaker and learn to unchain your personal power remember, the power is already there. You just got to learn to access it. <laughs>